Welcome to Cat Ladies in the Making with me, Christina. And me, Christina. We'll be discussing our experiences surrounding fitting in or not, female topics, health, and everything in between. Why, Cat Ladies? Stay tuned to find out. Uh, we're back. And, Christina, what has happened to you recently? So, for the first time in six months, mm-hmm. I went for a cardio workout. Oh, yeah. It was a spin class for 45 minutes. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to die of a heart attack or an asthma attack. (laughs) It was so bad. And the teacher of the class, this guy, he was at the front, like, you know, kept getting off his bike. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, laughing, this evil laugh, like, Oh, my God, what's wrong with him? Throughout the class, like, laughing at us. And I was like, this is, like, I think he was a sadist. He must have been. Yeah. Oh so, um, but yes, I just, honestly, I thought, I thought my heart was going to come out of my chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what happened to me. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I have asthma. Okay. And I feel like recently I keep getting a bit tight chested. Mm. So then I thought, right, I need to like put in some cardio to like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> get my stamina going. But, um. It was terrible, and I sweated so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spin classes do that to you. But I, I wonder, couldn't you maybe like uh, walk like briskly uh, rather than going to the fucking extreme and going to a spin class? <laughs> but I do like spin classes. Well, from before, and I think it was just one of those days. Like last week, I was just, I didn't go into the office, and I felt really trapped. And mm-hmm. it was like you had I to- needed to move. I just yeah. needed to like move fast. So I thought, fuck it, I'll go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about you? Um, I went to a wedding and mm-hmm. uh, two things happened. Number one, it was the first wedding I went to where where I was allowed to wear wellies. Because <laughs> it was uh, in the woods, which was quite cool, actually. Mm. Um, never seen anything like it. Was it raining or? No, they oh. were very lucky. Um, okay. Nice weather. And uh, the other thing that was funny was that the groom uh, literally downloaded a speech online for three pounds, I think it was, and revealed that fact as well. And then uh, said at the end, um, I'm looking forward to moving on. And everyone (laughs) just lost it. It was so funny. And she was so angry. I would have been so angry. (laughs) Oh, it was the best moment. So literally, like, he just didn't put any thought into it, just downloaded it and read it off. Well, he downloaded it. Changed the name. (laughs) Changed a few things. And then by the end, uh, when he finished, he said, so I uh, wanted to see uh, how well I was going to do with a like an online speech changing a few bits and bobs and then blah 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 i'm looking forward to moving on (laughs) and yeah that was basically it It was very funny so was it as bad as you thought the wedding in in general i mean it wasn't particularly the wedding um i just have an issue with people i think (laughs) a lot of people at the same time is my problem Mm -hmm. but that's just you know Part and parcel of being an introvert. Yeah. How many people were at this wedding? I don't know. Oh, if it's more than five, it's too much for me. (laughs) (laughs) And there were definitely more than five. Um, 
Oh yeah. Gosh. So that's that. Shall we dive into today's topic? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of me asking Christina questions because today we're going to talk about IBS and Christina has IBS and I don't. Which so, is irritable bowel syndrome in case okay. anyone's not aware. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, start with like the common, like the basics. So for someone who isn't aware, what could be the symptoms? Like how do I know if I... Ha- like if I have IBS, but I don't know I have it, how do I know when to go to like, see the doctor? I feel like I should Google this. No, okay. Well, for me personally, it, I think it's um, if you keep getting like diarrhea, mm-hmm. if you lose weight, a lot of weight really suddenly, and if you keep bloating. Oh, okay. And yeah. like stomach aches and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, stomach well. aches. Yeah, like they... Yeah, they'll kind of go hand in hand with the bloating and the diarrhea. Yeah, but then, so what, because presumably everyone has a little bit of stomach ache here and there and a little bit of bloating. What makes it, how frequent does it have to be for you to think, hey, hold on a second, I need to go and see someone? I think if it's daily for sure, yeah, and I mean even weekly and also if you bloat quite a lot, so not just a little bit, like if you eat something and then suddenly you look six months pregnant... Oh, I would okay. say you've probably got IBS or, you know, go and get checked to see what's going on. Mm. It could just be that you might be um, gluten intolerant because that bloats to a lot of people. Yeah. So it's just one of those, like, it's best just to go checked out if you're finding, yeah, it might just be a specific food group. Yeah. But if it's like you're eating loads of different things and you're just bloating, it could be IBS. Yeah. And actually brings me to my next questions, which a uh, question which was that, did you get diagnosed or? Yeah, so I think it was about six, seven years ago. I <laughs> just basically, I suddenly just had diarrhea like all the time mm-hmm. and it didn't matter what I ate. Like even if I had a plain bit of toast or a plain jacket potato, I would just like, I wouldn't have to run to the toilet, but every time I went... It's like my body just wasn't holding any food. Oh, and so okay. then I lost quite a bit of weight, like, really suddenly. And, you know, when you've got clothes that feel, fit absolutely fine, yeah. and then they became loose, mm-hmm. and then people were like, oh, you seem to have lost weight. And this isn't when I had an eating disorder. <laughs> so I wasn't trying to. Um, so, yeah, I went to the doctors, and they sent me on for a referral. Mm-hmm. And then they did a colonoscopy. Which is, yeah, so that's where, like, the day before, they give you this sachet, you drink it, and it basically makes you, like, clear your bowels. Yeah. And then the next day, you go into the hospital, and they stick this um, tube up your arse. Oh, my God, but better up your arse than the other way around. I mean, I'd hate to swallow it. Oh, my God, if it went down my throat, no, that I think would be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, they numb you, so you can't really feel it go in. That's fine, yeah. But you, it's like you can feel it going round your, your stomach, stomach, which is really odd. And it is painful. It's a different type of pain. But I remember um, Bradley. I don't know why it's always Bradley. <laughs> Bradley was going in for one. Sorry sorry to let the world know, Bradley. <laughs> and um, he was like, oh, is it really bad? I was like, no, it's painful, but not terrible. And he texted me after his, and he was like, Christina, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I thought I was going to die. 
<laughs> but I don't know if that's because like as women we're used to like cramps and yeah. stomach pains in general because yeah. of our periods and I guess men just don't have any knowledge of like they don't go through that on a monthly basis and yeah maybe they just you know he's not built up that kind of um I don't know what you want to call it resistance yeah <laughs> yeah no but it also that the, the kind of the period pain is like a very different p- pain to like um if you have eaten something bad yeah um and yeah if you've never experienced that then yeah. <laughs> oh, God. but yeah so they did that and then afterwards they were like there's nothing you know there's no cancer or tumor or anything mm-hmm. so they said oh we think it's ibs and then you have to do the low fodmap diet which is basically you cutting out everything. <laughs> oh, okay. So, wait. So, this is the anorexia diet, yeah? <laughs> is everything tasty? Like, you're not allowed even onions or garlic, which is what I cook as a base for, like, all my meals. Yeah. You can't have, like, apples, and then you can't have any wheat. You can't have dairy. And then there's just loads of, like, different fruits and veg and nuts and certain meats you, you're not allowed to eat. Like, it's a really extensive list. But is the idea... So the idea is that you cut out everything at the same time. Yeah. And then you start reintroducing different foods and yeah. see what, like, what, like, what reacts with you badly because everyone will be different. Yeah. So for me... Um, Thankfully, onions are fine, <laughs> but like it's more beans and pulses. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think if I ever eat too much gluten in one day, if I had like pasta and garlic bread, I'll bloat. Yeah. Um, so maybe yeah. a little bit of a gluten sensitivity as well. Yeah. So I can, yeah, sometimes I'll just eat gluten-free pasta just for the ease of it. Yeah. If I know I'm going to be like eating some bread or something. But yeah, the whole idea is that you find out what triggers you and then at least that way you can either completely cut it or, you know, every so often I'll have something kind of aware that is going to... Yeah, so for you it's mainly pulses and beans, so sometimes you will have like beans on toast or something. Yeah, and well, there's a few Greek dishes that are just beans... Because oh a lot of people I remember <laughs> you posting one of those that looked horrendous. <laughs> yeah, because I think loads of people think everything's meat when you're Greek, but actually a lot of them are beans and pulses, oh. and they're like, and beans and pulses are you know healthy for you, so it's a bit annoying to be like, oh, I can't eat it. Yeah. So yeah, every so often I'll just kind of grin and bear it, but um, I don't know. Mine really kind of triggers if I'm upset about something. Oh, so it's like emotional as well. Yeah, so they say a lot of the time it's to do with stress. Yeah. But for me, I always find it's like if there's been a big change and like I feel a bit Mm -hmm. about it, like anxious, that's when my, it's like my body's reacting to it and it's like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And then um, that's when it will kind of flare up. Yeah. And do you know if it's like hereditary or like does anyone else in your family have it? I don't think so, but I don't know, like, with my, yeah, yeah, my grandma, she had Crohn's, which is very different, but I don't, maybe she did have IBS at a younger age and she wasn't aware of it. Mm. I don't know. But no, my parents don't have it. And your sisters don't have it either? No. Mm. 
You're the only one. <laughs> but how long um, on the FODMAP diet, when you did that, so how long did it take you to figure out that it was beans and pulses? So I think you cut everything out for a month. Yeah. And then, I mean, you can introduce whatever food you've been missing basically the most. <laughs> and you went straight to the beans and pulses. <laughs> I know. I think I went with garlic and then onion or one of those two and like chili and I wheat I wasn't so bad with because I was like oh do you know what I've got the gluten-free pastas and breads mm. fine I don't know what type what at what point I am um, introduced beans and pulses but it's like a weekly thing like for a week you're meant to introduce something and see how it reacts so it takes quite a while yeah to get things back into your diet <laughs> so potentially if someone had it they would need like well, depending on the order that the re that they reintroduce stuff, they'd need like months. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, basically. That sounds. And it just kind of says like, yeah, what what do you want to eat the most, and what aren't you that bothered about? Like, I don't care that much about plums, so <laughs> <laughs> they were further down the list. <laughs> okay but most of the time as soon as you eat something and it reacts it'll be straight away so you won't even need to do it for a whole week yeah so it's like you eat it and then after a few hours or like overnight no yeah within hours within hours oh my god okay Um, but then i would like kind of leave it a couple of days for it for my like body to go back to normal before i'd introduce another food on the list yeah and do you find, like, if someone had IBS, do you think that there is, like, like challenges within the day? Presumably, like, when you go to work and you're at an office, that can be quite uncomfortable. Did you ever, were you ever in a situation like this where you're like, <laughs> I really need the loo? <laughs> Apart from, in our first episode, of course. <laughs> um, no, I think I suffer from <laughs> nervous pooping. <laughs> to go in public <laughs> and like I just can't do it and it's not like I don't want to because there's times where I, I completely misinterpret that as well I thought when you said nervous pooping I thought that every time you're nervous you need a poop <laughs> oh my god I'd be pooping all the time <laughs> no no as in like public yeah, if I'm in public, I can't seem to go toilet. Which I don't know if it's <laughs> necessarily a bad thing. I mean, times it is bad. Like if I go on holiday and I'm with people and there's like one bathroom, it's my. Oh, yeah. It's like I my bowels go shy and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a stomach aches because you're just like, I need to go. Yeah, but I can't seem to make like yeah, I can't go. So that's never happened. I've never needed the toilet. Isn't it's like I'll get home and immediately I'll need to run to, <laughs> run to the loo. But instead what happens is I'll get really bad stomach cramps because mm. it's like I'm holding it. And then your stomach makes all these weird noises. You're like, oh, <laughs> I'm just hungry. <laughs> I remember there was on the tube this whole like poster about IBS and how many people, like a lot of people used to not go into work because of it because... I guess, yeah, some people don't have nervous pooping syndrome. <laughs> and then they have the and we'll just, yeah, and we'll just have to go to the toilet. And 
I would be so embarrassed. I wouldn't want to go if I knew I had to go like toilet two, three times a day, even once. Yeah. I just, I wouldn't want to do it. I was going to say, it's two, three times a day. <laughs> yeah, because you can have like, you can go to the toilet quite a few times in a day, like when you've got a flare up. When, okay, when you had like your referral, because mm-hmm. the thing that's really interesting is obviously you're passing bowels very quickly. Does that mean that that, like affects the way you absorb like vitamins and minerals that are in food because it just goes through like very quickly yeah because I was really tired at the time and then they kept saying you know it's probably your iron Mm. because yeah you're not absorbing absorbing it it. so I think I was I then became anemic because of it yeah so yeah it's something if you're having a bad time with it (laughs) Then you may have some deficiencies as well. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Terrible, but interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, like, how are you managing now? Is there, like, the odd time when you're like, I'm going to have beans? <laughs> <laughs> or, I'm going to have beans. <laughs> What's life now? What's life like now for you? Um. Yeah, most of the time I'm fine, mm. but there are times when I just think, screw it, I really want beans. <laughs> <laughs> or I really want a Domino's. Or well, Sorry, where are the beans on the Domino's? Oh, just because it's, you know, proper on, bread. Like, I won't bread, get a gluten-free yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah. I'll get that with the wedges and the garlic bread pizza. So you get, like... Sorry, you get Domino's with the wedges? Yeah. What what wedges? Potato? Yeah. So you have a... Wait. Pizza. So you have pizza, carb. Yeah. Potato wedges, carb. With another carb. Yeah. And then the garlic bread pizza carb. With the... Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. And that would bloat me because I've had a lot of... I'm not surprised. I think that would bloat anyone, to be honest. Just the volume of bloody carb. (laughs) Yeah. But it's... There's times where you think it's worth it. So I, I will, like, as long as there's nothing um, planned, like, for example, Jennifer's wedding recently. Mm. Beforehand, I was like, I'm not eating any bread, I'm not eating this, I'm not eating that. And then on her, like, the night before her wedding, she's like, I've got pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. But I only ate a small amount and it I was, was fine. fine. So is it also, like, to do with quantity yeah so then like well i think a little bit i think no i think with beans and pulses it's just (laughs) all the time (laughs) okay um but with yeah bread and pasta it's mainly fine it's only if you have quite a bit or if it's like you've had bread in the morning then you have bread in the evening yeah you i'd probably bloat but again i guess everyone's different and what advice would you give someone like if they are if they haven't been diagnosed yet would you say don't worry you definitely have IBS just do the fucking FODMAP diet or would you recommend like getting checked and and... oh I don't know because I'm not a health professional because I would say well it depends right because it could be a worse underlying problem that's the only thing like yeah, if you're a celiac, then I guess you'd need to go and get that checked. Although, I guess if you cut everything out 
And anytime you eat gluten, you're like, oh, hold on a second, I have a problem here. Yeah. Then you probably are gluten intolerant. But they also check like if there are any tumors and things like that, right? So yeah. presumably the symptoms of IBS could also indicate that you have something more serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. But I would also say um, if you were to do the low FODMAP diet. Yeah. What are your like pro tips on that? I would download the Monish University FODMAP diet app because these are the people like who kind of invented the diet. Yeah. And then on there, they just give you loads of different recipes and basically just make it really clear about what you're allowed to eat. And I would always say, don't focus on what you're not allowed to eat. If you have a whole list being like, can't, 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 can't Mm. eat this, then you're like, oh shit, there's so much. But actually... If you focus on what you're allowed to eat, you can eat potatoes. <laughs> Great. And like chicken and you can eat a lot of things. So I just think... You can just, eat a lot of things. You can eat chicken and potato. Yeah. And, potatoes. Nice. and I think most fish. Okay. But I think if you make a list of all the foods you're allowed to eat and like all the spices and herbs and whatnot to flavor it with, mm. I think that makes it a lot easier. Do spices feature a lot actually? Like, yeah. you know, like when people make curry or, or Thai stuff, does that... I'm sure there are... I'm sure chili, you're meant to cut that out. Yeah, but you didn't. No, I did. No, I did for the month. Yeah. But it was one of the first things you reintroduced. Yeah. But also you can buy garlic oil. You're allowed to use garlic oil. Interesting. Probably because it's infused and doesn't have actual garlic in it. Yeah. And chili oil. So you're allowed to use those. So buy oils. That is a good tip. Yeah, and swap to oat milk. Yeah. And oh, so dairy is also... Yeah, dairy. Wow, okay. Yeah, so there is a lot that you're not allowed. (laughs) But as just, like, there's gluten-free... There's a lot of gluten-free alternatives. There's a lot of lactose-free alternatives. So just go to the um, free-from section in any any supermarket and you'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Actually, um, you 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 wouldn't be able to be a vegan, for example, because the vegan diet is like full of pulses and um, yeah. beans because it provides like a large proportion of their protein. And there'd be a load of um, fruit and veg you wouldn't be allowed either, and you wouldn't be allowed the pastas and oh, bread. Yeah. yeah, you would. Yeah, you would really struggle as a vegan. Yeah, sorry, vegans. <laughs> What advice can we give vegans? Um, switch back to normal. <laughs> if you've got IBS, make your life a little bit easier. Um, uh, potatoes. Potatoes. Great. <laughs> Jacket potatoes every night with... Um, not with beans and not with cheese and not with butter. So with Chicken. Tuna. <laughs> tuna. <laughs> if tuna's allowed. I can't remember if tuna's allowed. With chicken it is then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, just focus on what you can have. Yeah, that's a good a good shout. And as a just so I understand, there's no real cure, right? No. So you can only work with that whole elimination process. Yeah. Wow. There are like IBS tablets and I've had them a couple of times. They're meant to I don't know what they're meant to do to your stomach, but if I've had a really bad flare up I've taken them. Does but it's not something I like. I don't take them often. So is it? So you take them after, like 
So you take them almost like a medication, like you would take a painkiller rather than it being preventative. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. The main way to prevent it... Well, I don't know, because if you're under stress, it will just trigger anyways for a lot of people. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I guess when it triggers, the only thing you can do is try and eliminate the foods you know make it worse. Yeah. And... Okay, shall we bring it back to a slightly lighter note? Mm-hmm. So, after last week's episode, last week's, last month's episode, I uh, we already like stopped recording and then I admitted, I admitted to <laughs> yes. my absolute um, addiction. Yep. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> it is tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomato juice. As soon as I open a packet of tomatoes, which happened last night again, I, I finished it. So the packet I finished last night was 220 grams. What? And they're, they're done? They're done. By yourself? In one sitting. Oh, my God. And I also had, like, 250 ml of tomato juice the same day. Oh, my God. That's an addiction. <laughs> that yeah. is an addiction. Yeah, so my question for you is, is there anything, like... Food-wise, that you love as much as I do tomatoes. Uh, Christina, I don't think anyone <laughs> loves anything <laughs> as much as you love tomatoes. That is an astonishing <laughs> amount of tomatoes to eat in one day. Not even a day, one sitting. Yeah. Just, you were just sat there. Well, like, like a, that's like a packet of crisps for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's definitely not. It's so much better. No, but I mean, like, you just sit there oh, yeah. with the packet and just eat yeah. them. Yeah. And there was Christina being like, how can someone not just eat one piece of chocolate? <laughs> I completely get it. But then I'm very aware of my addiction. So I know that I'm not going to have tomatoes in the house every single day. <laughs> Yeah, because you eat them all. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not going to go out and buy more yeah. tomatoes. It's just literally once a week a treat. Come on, give me something. <laughs> a treat. And tell them what the dentist said to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The dentist, uh, she was absolutely shocked. And um, because she asked me if I eat anything, like if I eat a lot of fruit, that's it. No, not really. And I said, I do eat tomatoes, though. <laughs> and she's like, oh, do you eat them like, do you eat them cooked? And I was like, no, I eat them raw. And I told her about that. I Sometimes I eat 500 grams in one, <laughs> one sitting as well. 500 grams? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was absolutely shocked. And she told me I'm not allowed to do that, basically. Because of the acidity to your tea. Yeah. And she also... <laughs> yeah, she also kind of asked me what else, what other acidic stuff I eat. And she's like, do you like pickles? I was like, I love them. <laughs> Could finish a whole pickle jar as well, but I don't. I have a minimal self-constraint when it comes to pickles. How many pickles would you eat in one sitting? It's hard to tell. <laughs> how many, how, what's the most? Amount of pickles you've eaten in one sitting. I don't know. I, I really, I cannot say. <laughs> but I'll give you this. Um, my dad lost him too. He once ate a whole jar and then had diarrhea. 
dad. <laughs> I think it runs in the family. Typical obsession. I am surprised though that if you eat that amount of tomatoes, it doesn't cause you some sort of stomach upset. No, you know why? I think it's because from a very young age, I've always had them. It's weird. I was like um, very, very young and I started having this um, this uh, pickled salad, mm-hmm. like like sauerkraut almost. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, very sour uh, and pickled. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much of it as a child because I said, I want more, I want more. Uh, and <laughs> for some reason my mum gave me more uh, until my tongue went white. <laughs> I had to... <laughs> Literally, I could not stop eating that shit. And uh, same with tomatoes. I'd always, always ask my granny in the afternoon. I was like, can you cut a tomato for me, please? So she'd cut up a tomato. I'd eat it. I'd be like, can I have another one? (laughs) I'd spend the whole afternoon just going back and forth between the kitchen and the living room, just chopping a tomato. Oh, my God. Do you know what, as well, you know at that age, parents want their kids to eat something healthy. So they're probably like... Oh, she wants another tomato. Great! It's not a chocolate bar. It's not crisps. Yeah, but no, but I, my my mum and my dad had never, never had that intention. Oh, I mean, I grew up on Haribo for breakfast, <laughs> so <laughs> I think they just gave me whatever I wanted. Did you ever eat tomatoes when you had um, when you were battling anorexia? Ah, oh, I must have done. I actually, you know what? Because it wasn't something that my host family bought, I probably didn't eat it at the time. Mm-hmm. It's see, it's I'm fine. I can go without it. It's just like when it's there, and sometimes I have a really big craving for it. But um, but when I have them and I know they're there, then I will eat them all. <laughs> that's just the, that's just that. Okay, so there's nothing actually that you have an addiction to. There must be something. I mean, I've just seen you eat, like, three fucking digestives in a row. That's normal. (laughs) Um, No, but I do love chocolate, McFitty's chocolate digestives. But the only other thing that I can think of, roast potatoes. I fucking love roast potatoes. I could happily eat. That would be my dinner. Roast potatoes with some gravy. Honestly, I'd be so happy. Yeah, I love them. I mean, potatoes are very nice. Yeah, but roast potatoes, you just can't beat them. So when it's a roast dinner, it's just, for me, it's like potatoes first, <laughs> everything else after. And how much, like, of the plate is taken up by potatoes usually? Quite a bit. I always put, like, three to start, because I don't want to, like... But how big? Like, three baking potatoes. Oh, like, see, so you, you know, like, oh. Like this. Yeah, but my mum, like, cuts them in half and quarters. Yeah. So by the time I've eaten them, I've probably eaten like two two potatoes, as in two big ones. Big ones, yeah. But I just love, I love them. Yeah. Yeah, if I could, that's what I'd have. I might actually do that for dinner one day. You might, I mean, potatoes are great food. You can have as much of that as... Don't well. tell me that, Christina. <laughs> well, slower cow than pasta or rice. Oh. Would you ever go on a cruise? Yes. When I'm older. Hold on, though. Is this a cruise where you have to... <laughs> What's that got to do with age? Sorry. <laughs> because I feel when, I'm, when you're older, I might be less able to get around. 
<laughs> I'm talking like when I'm 80 or something. Okay. But you, I, cause are you talking about a cruise where you are just on the boat? Cause you know, you get those cruises where you stop and you can dock and come off. I think, I think that's pretty normal. I thought that was pretty normal that you, like you are on the boat for a few days and then you dock and you come off and you come back and then you go again. Oh, I, I don't know. I, thought I, didn't, was... I didn't think that you'd just be on water the whole time. Oh, I thought sometimes you are. Oh, I thought... okay. I have no idea then. Like, And that's the thing. Like, if I had to, if it was just, if I could get off, I think it'd be quite a great way of, like, exploring a different... But, but, but what about the part when you're on the boat? Oh. Well, it's supposed they've got everything Right, like as in they've got a yeah. swimming pool and cinema and different restaurants and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm older, okay. I wouldn't go now. I think I'd feel too claustrophobic and a bit like, I, I think I'd get bored after a while and I'd be like, oh, I want to get off and do something. Yeah. But my older sister went on one yeah. recently. And although it's a fucking, you know, huge thing. Yeah. She said they felt really seasick because supposedly it was a rough tide. Yeah. And even like um, the people on deck, I don't know what you call them, yeah. they were like, oh yeah, this isn't usual. And so she said when they got off the boat, they they felt sick and they just felt oh, like they were awful. still on it. Like, you know, you have sea legs, they call them. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I had that, when we were in Amsterdam on weed, <laughs> I was on the boat that, that night. <laughs> Oh, no. Um, the, okay, but... Would you? No. Why? For the very fact that I cannot be on water when it's dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have to necessarily see, see it. the water, that's true. But what about the fact that I'm on a boat and I can't leave? Oh, yeah, that for you would be a problem. It would be a massive issue. And there'd be shitloads of people. Yes. And the problem also <laughs> is that I I feel very awkward about being on a boat when I can't see the land anymore. Mm. Very scary for me. Really? I'm not a water person, basically. Is yeah. there like the fear that the Titanic's going to happen and you're either going to freeze to death or maybe get eaten by a shark? <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's a, an underlying fear, but I just don't like water. I mean, showering is the max for me. Do you, what about <laughs> a bath? I hate bath. <laughs> I don't need to be sitting in water. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think, yeah, if you're older and less able to get around, to move around, mm. a cruise might be a, yeah. a good thing. For you, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have a final, final brainwave to close? My final brainwave is, if you're not sure if it's just a fart, don't, <laughs> don't don't take the chance. I thought link it back to IPA. I don't understand what else it could be. <laughs> like what that little bit of poo comes out or I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, people do that. They think it's like <laughs> they're like I thought it was safe and then they think it's just a fart but they're like oh I wasn't sure and it turns out they shit themselves we will close on this one <laughs> okay <laughs> FYI 
It's never actually happened to me. <laughs> Good. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. See ya. <laughs>